This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay. Good morning. Um, it's it's very hard to sit across the Makam Amikdash and talk. I know once you get used to it, you can do anything you want against the Makam Amikdash. But for somebody who's, I used to teach Esh Torah, and I was once teaching Mesech. I was going through the Avodas Kohen before Yom Kippur, I just went through it, and all of a sudden it struck me, let, let me show you where he was doing it, and it was kind of, for me it was a, a little bit of a shaking experience, so it's, it's something that's important to, to, to get the Kedusha without making it become whole, it's an it's important thing. I, I wanted to go through a little bit of a point in the, the, the safe of Shmos is about Geula, Golos and Geula. So we tend to think of Golos and Geula either as hard times, good times. You know, we, we've never added terribly good in Golos. In America, it's decent, but it, certainly the vast majority of our history is that Golos is a terrible thing. We think of Eretz Yisrael um, in terms of Golos and Geula, and yet, even though Baruch Hashem we have an, an incredible amount of people living like so. We know, I don't think I've been history. We had so many people like so. We're still considered in Gaulus. We still say all the Tfilis. So it helps us if we can focus and define Gaulus and Gula in a way that's meaningful to us in every situation. I'm going to start with Ramban. Ramban gives a little bit of a hakdama to Shmos. He's coming off something that. Um, he spoke about embracious. He repeats himself at the end from the end of embracious, and then he continues with something. He, he's, he repeats himself from the end of embracious, and he says, we have just now finished embracious, which is the creation of the world and the beginning of everything. And he said, everything they did is sort of a hint at what's going to happen. Famous Ramban's uh, point about Maisa of us. And now he says, we begin the Sefer that begins to tell you how everything unfolds. And Shmos deals with the first Golas and Geula, which obviously is a prototype for everything's going to be. Now, the, the second point he makes is, Vehine Hagolus and Onishlam Ad Yom Shuvam El Mekomam Velmailas Avosam Yeshuvu. The Golas is not over till they come back to their place, which is Eretz Yisrael, or possibly Mekomom might be something a little more metaphoric, and they return to where the others were. So he said, so when they left Mitzrayim, even though they had, they, they were freed of their, of the, of their, uh, 
problems. They still were wandering. It wasn't their land. They hadn't come into their own. When they came to Sinai, they made the Mishkan, and Akadosh Baruch Hu was Mashra Shechina. Then they reached the Milas Avosam, which is the Pasuk Elikayalai Alehem, and it's about the Merkava Vaznesvugulim. And he says, and that's why the Sefer Shmos finishes with the Mishkan and Asherah Shechina. Now, there's something almost self-contradictory in the words that he's saying. He says they were in Golos when they left Mitzrayim because they were still wandering in a land that's not theirs. They had no permanent place. It's not only it wasn't the land theirs, but the land itself was kind of a, a place where people just wander. A Midbar, you can't settle in a Midbar. It's, it's, you can be a nomadic tribe, but you can't settle. And so that's why they're still in Golos. Okay, we get that. So when they went to Harsinai, and they built the Mishkan, they were out of Golis. One second. I mean, you just got through saying that being out of Golis requires being, um, coming back to a place, having a place. So, so, Manafshach, if Golis, if Geula means getting out of Tsaris, then, then how in the world is so that, that if if Gula would be getting out of Tsaris, that would that would take place immediately when left Mitzrayim. If Geula is finding a home where you settle and it's your home and it's you, that's Eretz Yisrael. That should have waited until <coughs> we came to Eretz Yisrael, we conquered Eretz Yisrael, we settled. He jumps in all of a sudden with the Mishnah Shoshchina, which are very very important things, but it's not relating to what he himself just said. That's an issue I'd like to try to. Um, think about a bit. Um, l- l- let's throw in another point and try to understand something. Um, we know that when we daven, there's a tremendous kpeda, there's a tremendous halachic issue with interrupting. There's a chiyav to be somer geula letfila. In other words, when we think a little bit about the structure of tefillah, there's two separate things. Reading Shema every day is a mitzvah, nothing to do with tefillah. Chazal wamesakein brachos before and after Kriya Shema. That's fine. That has to do with Kriya Shema. Then Chazal, it, it gave, a, it, it formulated tefillah. It, it is, it's, it's based on Chir Daraisa, and they made tefillah. As far as, that concern, as that's concerned, they have no shaykhs. Myriv, if you come in the middle and you can't keep up, you you damage one else for a bit and then you read Bers Krishna with Krishna. It's not as ideal, but it's okay. In the morning you, and and at, at night, to some degree, there's a tremendous kpeda to be masmich geula letfila. Now, um, why? I mean, geula is a wonderful thing. Tefillah is important. You know, it, we understand it to be. Some shaykhs, Geula, Kaddish Baruch, who helped us and did for us, and tefillahs, we're asking for help. But in halacha, it's an ex- extraordinary type. Nothing is more to do with Geula tefillah. Some Geula tefillah is, is, is the most important thing. Um, I'm sure many of you became aware that now it's all the meaning not to say Vishamru, and not to say Vayidabashem, and so on, between, at night, between God's all, because of that reason. So, so, so if it's so important and so much filler, it's it's not just that it's a nice thing like Pesukah de Zimra with davening, Yemashaber Kadosh Baruch Hu. Smichas Gulat is very important. 
what what what's that point? Why why Geula and Tefillah is is that it's it's almost like it, it's one thing that can't be separated. So let's understand a little bit about what Golas and Geula is. Akharish Baruch who gave us a sense of what we have to go through in order to become Klal Yisrael. And it says, We're going to be in a country that's not ours. The conditions could be phenomenal. Like when the, it's like when, when the Shvatim came down to, to Mitzrayim, they were given royal treatment, red carpet treatment. Um, why is that so important? The suffering and, and everything with it that is um, not clear what kind of ownership it is. Is it ownership for something? Rashi brings the Gemara. But the, the first you sow, you're going to be strangers in a land not yours. And then the Gula will proceed. So Chazal, Chazal likened the process to Uber um, Imo. We in Mitzrayim were Goy Bekerv Goy. We were like a fetus in a mother's womb. What is that describing? So, so l- let's talk about this point, and let's go back to to to, to, Golis, to, to Gula and Tefillah, and, le- and let's talk about it. Let's ask ourselves a philosophical question. A person gets up and davens. I don't send something. Akarish Baruch who knows that I need Parnasa. Akarish Baruch who is the one who's made it so difficult to get Parnasa. So what am I doing? I'm 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 protesting what Hashem did. I'm asking for what He's not given me. Why would I want to sort of counter that? Why would I want to go against what Hakadosh Baruch has done? What am I doing over in Tefillah? Either you know we, we we also deal a lot with being mekabel thing with with Ava and saying this is what Hakadosh Baruch gave us this is what He wanted and so on and so forth. So the answer lies in the first filler that was ever David. Bracious comes in two parshas. There's a parsha of Bracious, start again a second time, and it says Adam ein ba'aretz. Every so Rashi says everything in Bracious was was underground. Akashbro created everything the first day. It was waiting to come out each in its own day. Until Adam came, there was no rain. And when Adam came and he davened, that's where rain came. Now, d- d- that's become actually our primary vehicle for tefillah is kshamim. Mesechtas Tainus it deals a lot with tefillah and kshamim. That, that's, that's become very, very much part of tefillah. What does that tell us about tefillah? It tells us there are things HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not create in the world. We're never going to have them. They won't be there. They're not meant for us. They're not good for us. There are the vast majority of things in the world Akarish Baruch Hu created as potential. He put it into this world as something potential. And Adam's job is to bring out that put potential into actualization. The more Hebrew philosophic term is me'akor elapoel. So, if we're to look at the sweep of Bracious, we have things that are finished in the world. The, w- the word vayas, 
Rashi says means give it its final touch. There are things that we have in this world that are given. Every person is born with a certain givens. Our abilities, <coughs> the limits of ourselves, the circumstances, the environment, the parents, those are given. You can't be misspelled retroactively for a different set of parents. It's not going to work. It, it, you can't be misspelled to be a foot taller than you are. You can't be misspelled to have an IQ greater than yours. This is the given. But between, and there, and between what's done and what will never happen, there is the huge amount of things that are waiting to happen. The world has it in self. It's not redoing my sabracious, but it's not in the world yet. It's, 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 laying, it's, it's, it's in that junction between what can be to what is. And Bechira and Avodas Adam is focused on that border. And our sort of first filler was that rain comes. If there are no seeds in the ground, all you're going to have is a flood. Nothing will happen more from rain than a flood. Maybe if you're lucky, you made a mikvah, it'll fill a mikvah. But other than that, it does nothing its own. If there are seeds in the ground, rain brings it out. And Adam's first job is to bring out the plants and the flowers that, that have been planted but have not actually blossomed yet. That's Avodah Sodom. Tefillah is called Avodah, and it is the same process. Just like HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu for what is, and we recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Shutif of ours in what will be. I have a chiv to watch the city, but I need to understand this is where I go hand in hand with Hashem Baruch Hu. So, Ashamayim Shemayim Lashem, that's Hakadosh Baruch Hu's. In Oretz, my avoda is to both do and recognize Hakadosh Baruch Hu as the one who enables me and, and gives me the 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 Lasus Chayim. That's avoda Satfilah. If, if we ask ourselves to imagine a metaphor, what's this like? And the answer is, it's like a child. It's like, it's like a, a, a baby being born. You plant a seed, it develops, and then it comes out. There are, there are clear, we, we, can, we can distinguish three junctions of becoming a being. One is before you sow the seed, there's nothing. Nothing will ever happen. No matter how many years the woman will wait, no baby will come. You plant a seed that is not a person yet. You have a development stage where you're bringing out whatever the genes are, whatever instructions the genes have in themselves, they begin to become fulfilled. And then we have a finished child, and he is what he is. Those are three very clear stages. It's true in Gashmias. It's true in Ruchnias. HaKadosh Baruch Hu took the Avos. Avos are Avos. They were tremendous people. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted a tremendous nation, not people. People are not the units that the world is measuring. Nations are. So the Avos planted the seeds. And that's what the Ramban says. The Avos are the seeds of the world. 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu says you're going to have to go through a process to bring out Me'akoach Alapoel. It includes first and foremost being within a framework that's not yours. Just like a child gets developed in, in, a, in, in, in the mother's womb, the 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 um, the, the, the developed in something that's not this. Why? Well, one reason would be because it's almost by definition. If something, if if the if the seed of a person would be recognized as a person automatically in the old old days when they did microscopes, they imagined that in in the seed of a man there's like a little person. Uh, you know, and, and it's just the little person grows bigger. The, 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 the idea that it's a seed that has no physical resemblance to the little person, it, it's a whole different type of idea. It's, it's, it's an instruction rather than, than, than something that actually exists. They didn't realize. But, but it would mean automatically that I'm just bringing out something that's done. The idea that I do not exist yet, but within something else I'm unfolding that's called the process of Kachapol. who said, Golos is the process where Klal Yisrael goes through an embryonic stage. The suffering on a nafshistic level is like that. One of the one of the um, one of the antonyms of of Geula is Geolam Tsar. A Tsar is an enemy we usually translate tsar as distress, but tsar and tsara actually on a, on a very technical, literal way means restricted. Tsar is narrow. In other words, something that has not been able to unfold itself, something that's not realized itself, is in a place of tsar. When a person's in a tight spot, he, he, he can't open up. When, talk, when a person feels constricted in an environment, not physically, but emotionally. It means I can't say anything. I have nobody to talk to. I, I, I exist, but, but I can't expand. That's the process of Golos. Geula is where you allow yourself to become yourself. Where what's in you moves from the stage of potential to realization. That's Geula Be'etzim. Now, the first point that that happened was not when they left Mitzrayim. They, 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 they still hadn't become themselves. And the words that the Ramban says over here, where he says, They have to come back to their place and to the place into the Milo of the Ovis. Why? Why is coming back to the Milo of the Ovis called a, a, a geula. Why is, why is that w- called geula? The answer is that's exactly what geula is. It means that they become the person that they have the potential to become. Because the opposite golos and tsarus is where you're not the person who you could be and therefore you're not there yet. The, um, the, 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 therefore, as soon as they reached a point that they were Ovos-like, that became Geula. Now, this can't last. The only place 
a permanent kedusha can stand is Eretz Yisrael, and therefore Eretz Yisrael makes it to be emo v'sito emo. It's like when it flowered and it blossomed, and you want to take it to grow in a place that has room to grow. Kuzari speaks a lot about the Mile of Eretz in this way, where things reach their full, they're able to, you're able to plant something and it grows its maximum. It's like the difference when you plant something in a small place. So Eretz Yisrael would be the place where Hashos, Hashchina, Mikdash, and so on could become the permanent feature. But the Etzim Nekuda, Eretz Yisrael is a means for being who we are, and being who we are is the level of Kedush and so on and so forth that Eretz Yisrael, that, that, that Kalisol has in itself. I want to take that point for a minute and to sort of reflect on it. You know, when a person comes, the one thing a person resists more than anything else is don't push me to be what I'm not. And everybody understands that that's not a smart thing. It's not a possible thing. Somebody who's not built to run a mile in three minutes will never be able to do it. No matter how much you'll hit him, no matter how much you'll train him, it's just not going to happen. His, his, his feet are not built fit, his lungs are not built fit, and so on. <coughs> so everybody understands that, and we usually tend to resist, um, and we usually tend to resist any, any change whatsoever. Um, but as long as you have within yourself something that hasn't expressed itself, your real self is imprisoned. Understand that. As unhappy as you are to be pushed to do something that you feel you can't do or don't want to do, but if you have in you things that are waiting to come out and they come out, there is no greater unhappiness than that. I knew somebody once, a person with tremendous feelings and wanted desperately to express in music, he had, a, he had a dyslexia that did not allow it to happen. It just he, he couldn't, and and he was so frustrated. He was an extremely frustrated person because, in himself, he wanted to express things, and he knew exactly what he wants to express and how, and he, he could never do it. It just his physical calum weren't there. Every single person, every single person, Yisrael has nishmas Yisrael a chelikal kaimimau. It's there. You have it, but it has not realized itself yet. And it is in Golos internally. When we speak about Golos HaShchina, we, we don't mean that the Shechina suffers from anti-Semitism. It means that the Shechina cannot express itself. There can be nothing that we would call HaShoros HaShchina. There's nothing that we would call Gili Shechina. That's the Tsar of the Shechina. The word Tsar means over here the inability to bring yourself out. A person has ruchnius in himself and it's waiting to come out. Is it an easy process? No. Giving birth to a child is not an easy process. The, the klola on chava that, that the be'etzev and the betzar true for us in our own bringing out ourselves. Bringing out ourselves means taking something that's only there potentially and making it become what it can become. That takes work minimally and a lot of frustration. The same way childbirth. Childbirth is called labor. 
um, the going out of Mitzrayim was 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 avoda kasha, and there's an inu that comes with it because of the the klala, things that should have been a, more, a natural process become difficult. Hagabatzmacha. Everything that we do normally, we eat and drink, go to the bathroom, walk. None of that causes pain. If it does, we go to a doctor to look for medical attention. And we understand it makes a lot of sense. If we're made to eat and drink, it's obviously not supposed to be a painful process. If a person is made to, to go to the bathroom, it's not supposed to be a painful process. Walking is not supposed to be painful. If it is, something's wrong. The only natural process that's painful naturally is giving birth. And it's part of the klola in a very deep way. Adam messed up. The pl- since the realm of Avodas Adam is to take things from potential and actualize them, then that's where the Tsar, we have to put a lot more effort into making it happen. Everybody, this is the Tkufa in your lives when you are making that trend. The first thing is understand that within every one of us, there's the real us. When nobody is born the way he's going to be, because if he would, then what's the point of living? You know, if, you, if you're born and you are exactly where you're supposed to be, then that's over with. What's, what's our avoda? The answer is no. And we, we cannot become what we are, what we are not be'etzim. But we certainly are not what we are be'etzim. So the person who we're going to be, we don't know 100%. No one can guess right now. And in the yeshiva study, you get a lot of fascinating surprises. It, it, you know, people begin to learn, they begin to discipline themselves, they begin to focus, they begin to discipline and sometimes you, you're, you're astounded at what comes out. Because, you know, I didn't know my own, my own self. So it's extraordinarily helpful to understand that we don't know yet who we are until we haven't gone through the process. Two, um, it's going to be tough, it has to be tough, it has to have work and frustrations. That's part of the process. And finally, understand that, that we will never be a happy person unless we brought out who we are. Somewhere in us, they're lurking somebody. Chazal speak a lot about the sinner of Amarat and Tamir Chachamim. So it's usually seen as being kind of derogatory about a, a large segment of Kalal Yisrael, that 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 um, th- they hated Tamir Chachamim, how terrible! It, it's almost bad mouthing lashon hara. But Balamusa point out, it's a big shvach. In other words, if somebody if somebody comes and he's jealous of somebody else, that means it has shaykes to it. If somebody if somebody comes to me and, and someone introduces somebody to me as a world renowned basketball player. I, I'll tell you the truth, I, not a drop of jealousy. I was never cut out to be a basketball player, I assure you, and it's not something that I even care about. If, 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 the closer it is to home, the more jealous I am. Today in class, I've introduced to somebody as saying, this person is a phenomenal yid, he knows shas, yashav hafuch, he, 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 he sits retired, this, that, the other thing, and the guy says, great job, Rabbi, come, next time you come, come to the synagogue, we'd love to have you, and and so on. That's a, that's a chisarin. But when somebody comes along and, he's, and he starts muttering, he doesn't really know Shas. Yeah, so we say, oh, well, what a mean spirit person. But it means I'm jealous. 
I think people told over, it's a quite a famous story, if you've heard it, Reb Leib Shteyman, somebody came to Reb Leib Shteyman, he's a, a well-to-do American, and he says they, they were getting a new car, a fancy car, and um, he was scared of Ein Hara. So I guess the red thread they didn't think was good enough, they went to Yosef Shteyman, they're worried about Ein Hara, should they get it, maybe they wanted a bracha, a school. So Shteyman asked him, he said, tell me something, have you ever made a Siyam Ashas? So the guy said, no. He says, is, is, there, is there any Mesechta that you really feel is yours and you're, you're like a Mardish Shmaitz? I said, no. He said, are there ten blot Gemara that, that you are good at? He said, no, I learn it, do my thing. So he said, why would anybody be jealous of you? Um, you, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's, it, 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 it's true. We wouldn't be jealous of a person made a all that much. Being jealous and upset, the, the fact that Amaratzim were upset, I want to say something that, um, you know, look at something from an opposite perspective (coughs) of other people. People, whether they say it or not, always compare American Jewry to Israeli. And one of the things they, 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 they point out is American Jewry gets along, everybody is very nice with each other, everybody is good, a lot more ease in relationship. And Israel has always been tense. The, the, the issues of not from, what from, how from, have been here going back to Bayesheni. I mean, when, when, when Haredi Jewry was minimal, when religious Jewry was on the defense, the Chiloni was extraordinarily sharp and attacking. So everybody, everybody seems to point that it's a niceness that American Jewry has. Yeah, I, I'm not going to take away the Mita Tova being nice. But there's a certain emis. In other words, the left-wing kibbutznik, who was a diehard socialist, cared about what's right. He cared about to the degree where someone disagreed. He was upset. It, it, it means he was living on the same plane as the other person. In America, the, the Apache, you know, like the Amish, kind of, it's wonderful to have diversity. You sit in your farm, sit in your farm, do what you do, do what you do. And it, 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 when you see an Amish person, it doesn't arouse any feelings because I couldn't care less. As Yisrael's Mida and Maila Tova's certain emis, where people cared. And that's why it's either he's right or I'm right. If he's right, I have to be like him, and if I'm right, he should be like me. There's, a, there's, there's an extraordinary sense of, of existing on the same plane of reference. And that's, that's a tremendous nakuda. I think people should, I mean, Yisrael has it. Al Kaponim, Yisrael is the place of Gula which means on your own personal self, and we see it, Baruch Hashem, since there have been yeshivas in Eretz Yisrael, these American programs, it has made extraordinary mapeches. People have done in, in a year, two, three in Eretz Yisrael, changes that really met a, a, a metamorphosis. It's not that you became different people, it's you become who you really are. And if I can, if, if both mitzad understanding what you're doing, and mitzad bracha, I can't think of a greater goal or a greater bracha, we should all be zocha to actualize ourselves, to become the people we are, not the people not what we appear to have started as. And Be'ez Hashem, that should be part of the big goal of Shalem of Karak Mitzvah. I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't realize there was a, 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 a Rebbe here. Okay. <laughs> Thank you.